All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Limitless Envy. I'm your host, Vikram Rai, and today I have a guy I've been admiring for a long time. He's a plastic surgeon. He's from the Buffalo area. His, his name is Dr. Jordan Frey, and I'm excited to have him on the podcast. He's also known as the prudent plastic surgeon. So welcome, Jordan. Hey, thanks for having me, Vikram. I'm excited to be here. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week? create legacy building wealth and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD. My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high-achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to up-level their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all of my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. So for those of you who don't know, I mean, this guy has so many accolades. Not only is he a super dad, he's married to an amazing woman. He's also trying to help a lot of people in his area with his surgical skills. But now he's started a mission, a movement, if you will, to help elevate the subconscious of sort of the, the average physician out there. And some of his accolades, man, he took, he went from negative $400,000 in debt to $400,000 in net worth in 14 months. He's made $60,000 in passive income in his first year. He's helped doctors all over the country start side gigs. And he's increased his net worth by almost a million dollars using real estate. So Jordan, man, tell us what, where the heck does all this come from? Tell us your origin story, man. <laughs> yeah. A little over two years ago, I'm in, I'm just starting my third year of practice. So it started right at the end of my training. And so, you know, I obviously did medical school and I did seven years of surgical training, um, six years of plastic surgery, and then an extra year of fellowship in microsurgery. So I had a, a long path like we all do. And I got to the end of it and everyone was telling me like, oh, it's going to be great. You're finally finishing. You're going to be coming attending. You're going to, you know, make all this money. It's, it's going to be good. And I, I felt the complete opposite. You know, I, I felt totally stressed out and I realized that I was experiencing symptoms of burnout. And, and for me, when I, I took a step back, when I realized that's what I was experiencing, I said, well, what's causing this? And, and there's, of course, multiple things, but a huge one for me was my finances. And like I said, everyone was saying it was going to be great now, especially people were saying, because you're going to make all this money finally. And I was looking at my situation. I had a half million dollars of student debt. I had credit card debt. I had no savings, literally no investments. 
and, and I didn't know anything about it. I had a young family, my wife and I, we already had two little kids at that point. Um, and, and yeah, I was looking at a higher salary, but I was like, you know, okay, now I need to, you know, get the doctor car, get a doctor house. I need to buy like a suit that fits. I need to get all this stuff. And all my money is already spoken for. What am I going to do about this debt? I, I need to invest. I need to, you know, start thinking about retiring. I'm already in my thirties. I'm starting way later than my other friends. So like I was stressed out. And so with that, the, the initial thought was, was a lot of just fear and stuff. And I was intimidated by thinking about this. I'd actively avoided finance. I sort of fell victim to that taboo that thinking about money as a doctor is some kind of um, bad thing. But now that I recognize this was contributing to my burnout, my wife and I finally sat and said, okay, we need to, we need to get this under control. And the first thing we need to do is start kind of learning about this. So we, we started learning about personal finance and, and reading books. And the first one we started with was the millionaire next door. And, and as I learned about this idea of, you know, financial freedom, which I had never heard of before, um, it was really exciting. And then I, I started learning about how the steps there um, were, were not as hard or complicated as I thought. And so my wife and I started managing our own money. We came up with our own plan. And basically, just having that plan, I was still in training at this point. But I wasn't making any more money. I still had the same debt, still had the same, you know, no investments, but just having a plan that showed me, hey, I can reach my financial goals if I just follow these steps. That then sort of put it more on autopilot for me. And that right there increased my financial well-being and overall well-being a ton. And I felt my burnout improve greatly. And then the most surprising part was I felt like I was being a better doctor because I was more able to focus on that. I wasn't, I mean, I think. It's, you know, a lot of us feel similarly, and I, I'm not ashamed to admit it, but you feel a, a sort of bitterness towards medicine of like, I gave you all of it. I gave you my 20s and like, you know, I, all I have is this debt and, and you sort of just feel that around the hospital or, or you know, and, and I felt that being gone because I was like, you know what, like, this is great. I'm doing what I love and I know I can get to where I want to be in life. And that was eye opening for me because then I was like, whoa, whoa, everyone's been telling me that money is is bad as a doctor. Like we shouldn't think about that. But actually thinking about money is what made me a better doctor. And so at, at that point, I, I started having other people within my program, even attendings and other residents come up to me and, and ask me about what I was learning about and say that they felt in a similar boat. And I started to realize this obviously wasn't just me experiencing this. This was kind of medicine at large. And I, I figured, you know, I've literally made every mistake. I, I've yet to meet someone coming out of training that was in a worse financial situation than me. So if I can start to do this, then, then anyone can. And I want to be someone that's talking about it as I go through it. You know, there's a lot of people who have reached financial freedom and, and sharing their advice sort of uh, from the finish line, which is super helpful. But I, I didn't see a lot of people who are actually going through it. And, and really starting the journey. And I thought, well, I'll, I'll try to be that person. I'll, I'll try to share that because I think it, it can be helpful. And so that's how all this started. That's a long story. <laughs> no, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that I took away from that. But one of the things um, I'm taking away from you is you have the physician voice, the zeitgeist of what we feel. 
and you use words like the doctor house, the doctor car. We all know what we're talking yeah, about when you say that. Exactly. You also say that this uh, this bitterness toward medicine. I gave you my twenties. Oh my god, that that resonates with me. I can feel <laughs> that that angst that I had when I was practicing and before I was practicing. I was like, there's an excitement when you practice. You're like, oh, is that where's the stuff at all? And your first year salary, and you realize that there's all the debt you have, and you're like, oh, I'm still negative net worth. Yeah. And um, let's talk about how we both serve the same population, this physician population that is the high income, low net worth, and they don't know what to do about it. And they don't realize that's a problem. And, and they look rich on the outside, but inside, they probably don't feel that rich. And in fact, they may not be set up to really enjoy the retirement and they may be on that hamster wheel. So let's talk about maybe you know, how you're sort of the Dave, Dave Ramsey for doctors, if you will. <laughs> and, 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 um, and I agree with some of the things he does, some of the things he doesn't, but it's nice that you're this voice that these physicians know, like, and trust. Tell me about how you're starting to have that impact on other physicians. Yeah, it's been fun to see it. And, you know, I think the best part, and you've probably experienced the same thing, is like, I get impacted as much as, as, as I hope I am impacting others, you know, like, just meeting all these people just like yourselves and you hear people's story and they're able to help you. And so that, that back and forth is such an amazing thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been great because every time, you know, I get an email or a message um, from someone that's like, Hey, you know, from reading your stuff, I, I finally, you know, sort of understood the simple steps I can take. I was really intimidated by this. It doesn't seem as intimidating now. And, you know, I've got back to broke or I've improved my net worth by X amount, or I just feel so much more in control of it. Those are always the most fulfilling kind of messages because I know that feeling. And I think we all do where you feel really trapped in finances and like, it's so difficult. It's so complicated. It's so risky. How could anyone do it successfully? And a lot of times there are a ton of resources out there, which, which I used and you pull in all these little things, but it can be hard. You know, I, I think what I am trying to do is, is collate it all down to just a basic message in saying, okay, here are the simple things you need to know. Like being a doctor is tough enough. If you don't want to worry about this stuff, you don't have to. You can actually automate just a few things and then know that you're on the path to financial freedom and just, again, worry about practicing. And, and so for me, some of those simple things, which, you know, now as I say them, they sound like it's just second nature. It sounds like common sense, but I can remember back just a few years ago where it was just this mind blowing realization. Like I had a savings rate of 0%. I guess it was a negative because we had like credit card debt that we had taken out unnecessarily as well. But the idea of, Hey, you're making a ton of money as a physician, just save 20% of it. Like that's the way you grow up. It's as simple as that is you create a margin and you grow it. And your margin is just what you make minus what you spend. And what you make is relatively in your control. Um, you know, but there's there's limits to it, especially, you know, if you're, whether you're an employee or even in private practice, um, there's only so much productivity you can have. But what you spend is 100% in your control. So, you know, use a budget, use intentional spending, save at least 20% of your money, and then so that, that's the one component that's creating a savings rate. And that's, you know, people 
a lot of times just don't even know that that's what you should do. I didn't know that. I came from a family that didn't manage their money super well, and I never even understood the concept of saving. So that's that's something simple. And then you want to grow that margin. And this is where a lot of people get scared. And I hear a lot of physicians who who say, well, I've got the saving part down. I have X number of dollars, but it's just sitting in my savings account or it's sitting in a money market account in my retirement account because I'm just so scared to invest it. Investing seems so risky. And the crazy thing is, like, it's actually not. It's There's a whole um, industry out there trying to make it seem so complicated. Like you can't do it on your own because they want you to pay them to do it. And and then there's the media who they get paid for attracting an audience. And, and that makes sense, but they're not going to attract it by saying like, hey, all you need to do to invest your money is invest in index funds. And don't worry that the market's down today because you're investing not for today, but for 20 years. That that doesn't get people to watch. You get people to watch by saying like, oh my God, the sky's falling. So so, um, so Jordan, let's let's do this. I have two types of archetypes that probably you know we need to help right now. There's the young attending who's just getting out, and then there's the mid-career attending who's like, okay, I'm doing some things, but I want to go. What's next level? To the next level. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about the young attending, maybe between one to three years coming out. What mm-hmm. are like the top three steps you'd recommend for them? The top three steps. Um, one, just start educating yourself. And what I did was I just started reading um, 10 pages of a finance book. It was The Millionaire Next Door. I said, I'm going to try to read 10 pages a day. And and that would easily allow me to read one book per year. But those were my goals. And my other one was I said, I'm going to pick a finance blog and I'm going to read one post a day. And I still do that today. Um, And that's like a five-minute thing that I can do and increase my knowledge exponentially. So educate yourself. uh, Create a, a spending plan which means I would look at your spending, whether you want to call that a budget or not, look at your spending and um, see where you are and aren't spending intentionally. And spending intentionally is this idea you, for every purchase, you're looking at it and you're saying, whether it's a million dollars or $1, does this fit in my financial plan? If the answer is no, that's obviously a non-starter. If it's yes, you move on and you say, will the joy that I get from this be greater than the price tag? If it is, then you should buy it. If it's not, then you shouldn't buy it. And so much of so much of what we do is spend unintentionally. Um, and so go through your budget, see where you're spending intentionally that makes sense to keep it, where you're spending unintentionally that you can scale back and use that to create your at least 20% savings rate. And then invest in just broad, low-cost index funds, whether it's in your retirement account, whatever other investment accounts. If if you're doing those things starting off, you have the a good base of financial, you know, whatever building, wealth building, um, to to allow you to focus just on starting your career because that's tough enough. All right, so that's amazing advice, guys. That's educate yourself, blogs, books, things like that. There's a ton of ton of books out there that are really important. But just you know, audio books while you're driving in and out, you know, when you're doing some low level task, you can always listen to something or read read those blogs as as. Uh, Jordan was mentioning, and then number two is really create a savings plan and, and really start a, accumulating that 20% eventually uh, of your income. That 20%, the first step is automate that investing into something that's essentially relatively safe, which is low cost index funds over the long run, five, 10 years, you're going to be fine. 
great. So now let's say you're a mid-career physician. Maybe you've done all this. This is like level one kind of stuff. Now you're doing this. What's level two that your financial advisor won't tell you? In my mind, it's it's real estate. Um, and that's the way I invest my money is I, I invest in just index funds. Um, and then I also invest in real estate. And I, I see real estate as sort of like a wealth accelerator. Do I think all physicians need to or you have to do it? No, I'm not that dogmatic about it, but I think it's a great vehicle and, and certainly helps. And I've seen that have probably the largest impact on my net worth of, of sort of like, I always say like, I kind of have a three-pronged approach to building my net worth at this point. I'm paying down a lot of my debt. I'm investing in my retirement accounts and then real estate. And real estate's probably had the greatest impact. Um, how did you come across real estate and how exactly are you investing in real estate? Yeah, great questions. I came across investing in real estate just by complete happenstance that I was learning about personal finance. I was starting to follow some of these other people in the physician finance space. And a lot of them were talking about real estate, including yourself. You're, you're one of the, I'm not just saying because I'm not here, but you're one of the first people I, I kind of heard of and, and was following. And so I remember distinctly because I was just moving from New York City where I did my training to Buffalo, New York. I was about to start practice in like a week or so. And I told my wife, like, hey, we got to like invest in real estate. This is what everyone's doing. And it seems like a great thing from what I've educated myself on. She was just like, are you nuts? Like, what are you talking about? Like, we're, we're just <laughs> moving. We're doing all this stuff. But she agreed like to learn about it. So we did the same thing. We read books about it. We took courses, et cetera. Um, and you know, now we're, we're investing in it. And what we do so far is we invest, it's all locally in, in Buffalo where we live, but we invest in small multifamily properties like duplexes and threeplexes that we, we buy and mortgage and we rent them out. Um, usually we have to do some repairs. Um, we're buying some not totally distressed properties, but that just need minor repairs. And we rent them out and that creates cash flow uh, for us. And so far we have five going on six. Now, currently it, it cash flows for us um, about $8,000 a month. So um, like after mortgages, after everything like that. That's awesome, man. So you got these six, six duplexes, triplexes, repairs, cash flow. So you're able to do, you're a full-time plastic surgeon. You're uh, a, you're, you're two kids. Uh, and then you got your uh, wife and you're obviously friends. You got your blog, you're investing, but you have time for real estate. So you've created this side hustle where it's taking some energy and time, but it's almost like once you figure it out, you can sort of create teams and systems and do it. A hundred percent. That's the biggest I mean, that's what everyone, I mean, I'm sure you have this all the time where physicians just say, well, I don't have time for this. How can you have time for this? And yeah, my wife and I, we self-manage um, and she had been working full-time. I work full-time in a busy surgical practice and it's really, you, you can carve out and build systems. You know, like you said, the first house we got, we, we were really involved in terms of doing repairs because we wanted to learn stuff. Um, when something would come up or a tenant would message us that there was an issue. Yeah, it would take a little bit longer to find someone to take care of the problem. But it's then it just becomes now, like if someone messages us, we just 
text our handyman and say, hey, can you go take a look at this? Or, you know, if they have some issue or we're renewing a lease, like we already have leases, we have an online system we use to help us manage. We just put it through there. So everything just becomes really quick and easy. And and really anyone can accomplish that. We, like I said, we knew nothing about real estate investing to start. It, it's just like residency or, or anything, you know, you that first day of residency, you walk in and you get your first consult. It, I'm, I'm thinking from a surgical kind of yeah, yeah. perspective, but you get the first consult and you just go on YouTube and you're like, okay, how do I do this? And then you just go and do it. It's the same thing. And then it becomes easier yeah. and easier and easier. That's great. That's great. And um, tell me about uh, sort of, I want to, I want to talk about maybe mistakes doctors make um, mm-hmm. and we can just sort of lump that together. And then number two is I want to really talk about maybe the future where, where, where do you want to take this blog and how you're starting to help other doctors and then maybe what's the what's the future hold for Dr. Jordan Frey? So let's start with, <laughs> um, look, uh, rule number one, Warren Buffett says, don't lose money, right? Doctors are notorious at being horrible investors and losing money. Mm-hmm. Tell me maybe the top five things people or top three things maybe that people come to you for, hey, man, I, I messed up. What, what? How do doctors mess up? Maybe. And this is, well, let, let's, let's give them a break. Let's when they're starting to practice, they somehow mess up, you know, yeah. versus pre, pre uh, getting their first paycheck. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is, is people come and they think it's too late for them because they go, well, I already spent all this money or I already have all these payments. So, so overspending kind of the classic mistake of like, I have a high income. So that means I'm wealthy. That's, that's not the case, but that's a mistake that we make. Um, and so I think that's that's number one, the biggest one. And that with what we talked about already with looking at intentional spending and, and budgeting, you can always dial back from that, although it's a little bit tougher. Um, the other one that always comes up is I have some person, whether it's like a financial advisor or just a friend that brought me this investment and I didn't understand it and I got into it and now it's a disaster. Like I have <laughs> one of my friends that yeah. invested into this firehouse that was supposed to become apartment buildings and, and just did not work out. Or or people say like, you know, I heard yeah, I, this person I bought a restaurant. To, yeah, exactly. I bought a restaurant. <laughs> I, I invested into this medical startup. And yes. so my advice for that is always in with everything is kind of just like keep it simple, stupid. If you don't understand an investment, then it's not a good one. It's definitely not a good one for you. But a lot of times if if the person explaining it can't describe it or can't describe how it's going to make money or it's, it's based on 10 things going right. That's, that's not investing. That's, that's like gambling and speculating. And, you know, to be honest, investing and stuff like that, there's a time and place for it, but it's when you have your basics totally covered and you're, you're sort of just playing with fun money. Um, So that's why I think keep it to, to the basics, the things like index funds, if you are investing in real estate, cash flowing real estate or syndications that are cash flowing, et cetera. Let's, let's just do a quick sidebar on um, uh, crypto, if you do want. What's your take on crypto? I don't invest in crypto at all. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know exactly what it is. And, and it's really volatile. So I stay away from it. And people always say, well, what if it takes off or it's this great thing? And I'm not playing with fun money yet. If I did have fun money, maybe I'd put a little bit in it, but I know I can reach my goals without it. So that's why I don't. I love um, that. Guys, listen to that. If you can hit your goals without doing the sexy stuff, stick with the basics, rinse and repeat. 
Don't worry about shiny object syndrome. And in fact, successful investors are boring investors. And yes. I'm, I'm, I want to prove that right. And I'm sure Jordan is already proving that right. So <laughs> be boring, be, be uh, repetitive and be like, uh, you can essentially replicate what you're doing over and over and over again. So exactly. Um, let, let's uh, Jordan, the prudent plastic surgeon. Um, I know a lot of people are following you on your blogs. How are you helping people beyond just the uh, writing these, those amazing articles? Are you starting to do mentorship? Are you doing um, some kind of consulting? What's going on there? Yeah, I do have, I'm, I'm like, just try to be super available. I don't have formal coaching anymore or anything like that, but people can just reach out to me and I always respond. I do, I, I've had people want to do the coaching. So what I've done is created a course called Graduating the Success that basically just walks through everyone, any point in your career from you can know a little bit, a medium amount, you know, nothing at all. You, you can actually be really well set up and just want to fine tune things. But it walks through the whole aspect of just um, getting your financial foundation in place. And then it goes into some of the more advanced concepts like real estate investing and asset protection and stuff like that. Um, it's Where do they find now. that? It's on your website? That's on my website. Yeah. If you go on my okay. website, there's a tab for my course. You can learn all about it. Um, and okay. there's some deals. The links will it. be below guys uh, in the, in the show notes, prudentplasticsurgeon.com. We'll go and there'll be a link for that course. And what's next for Dr. Jordan Frey? I'm just excited to keep, to keep going. You know, I try to just follow one like mantra, which is I just want to put stuff out there. That's really going to help people and share my personal experience in the hope that it helps others. And, and so we can keep making those connections. So that's what I see is just keep growing. I, I love the, the community that we have and being a part of that. So it's, it's just to keep growing in that way. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Where can people find out more about you and uh, get in your universe and ecosystem? Yeah, you can go to prudentplasticsurgeon.com. That's kind of the, the hub for everything. You can find contact information for me there. You can find our Facebook group there if you want to join and join in on the awesome discussions going on. Um, you can also email me anytime. It's just jordan at prudentplasticsurgeon.com. I love talking to people about this stuff. So any of those avenues. Guys, you're going to get direct access to the the wizard himself. This is amazing. Great information he shared. And I'm going to ask him one little teaser question. What is, what is what's, what's the book on your nightstand right now? Book on my nightstand right now is, I should think I have two, but the one I, I'm just starting is Leaders Eat Last, which is Ooh, a great one. Um, I'm that I, I've just started. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it. And I'm excited to get going on that one. That's awesome, guys. All right, guys, all the information is in the show notes. Reach out to him, get into, uh, get his blogs and, and, and follow him. Prudent Plastic Surgeon, uh, Dr. Jordan Frey. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks so much, Rick. Guys, share the podcast with folks. Give us a, a review, a five-star review. And until next time, guys, stay phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.